Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe And welcome back to Knowing is Half the Podcast, post-Christmas 2016, G.I. Joe talking, 28 is the name of the episode. First podcast of 2016, right? This is the first podcast of 2016 Although ever. I did say post-Christmas 2016, and if I heard that out of context, oh. I would simply assume it was oh. sometime between the 26th of December and the 1st of January at the end of 2016. So now people listening to this in the future. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. This is the beginning of 2016. Yes. What, what are you guys trying to say? Like I screwed up the intro you have or something? To make allowances for Ray <laughs> being dumb. Ray's uh, New Year's resolution to be better at podcasting <laughs> is Dude, not going well. Already. Oh no! Yeah, it almost it, it it sounded originally like he had made it through the entire year before being bad at podcasting, but nope. <laughs> just a couple days. Just a couple days. You guys, that was my New Year's resolution this year was to be better at podcasting. Well, time to cross that off your oh, list. Oh no, I've already broken it. <laughs> Well, anyway, my name is Ray Stacanis. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Ampolita. And this week we are talking about a fantastic episode of G.I. Joe. This one is chock full of science and Ray, I, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Yes. When you use the word science in yes. reference to G.I. Joe, Excuse me. I'm going to need you to use air quotes. Science. Thank also, you. Ray does not speak for us. I did not enjoy this episode. Oh, no. I will tell you what. I, please do, couple, Chan. There are a couple marks in here. Where I genuinely laughed. Okay. Oh, doesn't okay. happen very often, and it happened two, maybe even three times this episode. Whoa. Like, Boom. genuine, like, that was a well-crafted joke. I enjoyed it on the level, as an adult. <laughs> uh, What's right. weird is I don't remember any jokes from this episode, so they must have gone right over my yeah, head. Yeah, I don't remember Not too many either. <laughs> Not surprised. So we open up with a, a hospital of some kind, seemingly, a Wait, burn uh, victim unit. What's the title of this episode, oh, man? Oh, The Germ. And it's by Roger Slifer. Yes. Now, who's Roger Slifer? I don't I don't, know. I don't know who this I is. I do recall uh, Buzz bringing up the name. I, so I uh, imagine he's one of the... Uh, okay. Uh, one of the, oh, oh no, that's why. Because he uh, passed away. Uh, he did pass away. In 2015. Oh. Now, that, as soon as you said Buzz brought him up, I'm like, oh, that means he's not with us anymore. Oh, well, <laughs> now, depressing, I, everybody. now I feel everybody. real bad about all my notes that I took on this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, on the plus side, Gina, he's not going to hear him. <laughs> Oh. Here's the so, thing. It's fine oh. because I thought it was a fantastic episode. Uh, he, what? what? Oh, where did this come from? I, well, no, I said like the fact that he, the fact that there were jokes in here that I found funny. 
It's great. Uh, That's all I it can, takes. It's only it's there's only been like two or three of them, two or three episodes. So all right. All these. Thank uh, you. He all co-created right. Lobo for DC. Oh, oh shoot! Okay. So this dude's legit mm-hmm. and awesome. Lobo. Bring so back Sheriff Lobo. We open again in a burn victim unit of some kind where people's faces are covered in bandages, and there's just some dude. He, he looks like an orderly <laughs> just sitting in a chair, like reading a magazine. Wait, he looks like an orderly. He's wearing a white. Suit isn't that what orderlies wear? I haven't been to the hospital lately. I don't remember. He's got a sweet white suit on. He is not. He is not being discreet. By the way, like if you're the guy trying to blend in at the hospital, you don't wear a an all no, he, white suit. No, he works there. I thought he, he worked like, there. Oh, that was does? my assumption as well. Yeah. yeah. How did you gather that? Because he walked into the lab and stole the thing. Yeah, he's he's uh, he he has he has his own clothes in the closet of this particular establishment, right? Ah, he's been, yeah, he's undercover. Answers many questions. He's undercover. Got it. Because he's he's a CG. I was going to say OG. He's not an OG. No, he's, he's a, a CG. CG. He's a, a Crimson Guardsman named Agent X ninety nine. At first, I was excited because I thought it was a uh, uh, Crimson Guardsman number nine. Right. This guy just as useful. He's good. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yep. So so are we to understand that Crimson Guardsman? have normal everyday jobs that's their entire thing yeah, did you not un- listen to our know your joe episode wow. about the crimson card gina <laughs> we literally did an entire mini sode about that very topic <laughs> guys as soon as i leave this table <laughs> i i take out a wand and i erase oh. my memory oh my goodness uh so gina just so you know the crimson guardsmen are uh are elite troopers yeah. of extensive enterprises uh z- z- uh, Zaymod and Tomax, right, right, and they're the undercover agents. Remember the episode, the Greenhouse Effect, where they when they had all the Crimson Guardsmen go wearing plain clothes around the city, doing like yeah. hobos sleeping in greenhouses and stuff, trying to find it. And obviously, these are their undercover troops. You remember Agent Nine, Agent Yeah, who was, he was uh, a janitor, portly, yes, uh, balding. Yeah, I the, guess uh, I thought like that from they, the same that episode, they just dress mm-hmm. up as these as these sure people but they also are under they're deep undercover they're deep so, undercover yes. so did this so l- l- a little background on this guy did do we assume <laughs> that he like spent some years in medical school this we is, have to oh, assume yeah absolutely this yeah. is a really because they're no, committed to this they ask him if if it's you know is this a thing worth stealing and so obviously he has knowledge of uh, um, right. uh, biology. So Crimson we, Guardsmen are taken because they have an uh, uh, affinity for like uh, uh, business or what. Like they all, they all come from a, a higher educated platform. So do they get them before they start this job and they say like, okay, here's going to be your job. You're going to be a janitor at this place. Or do they mm. find them mm. afterwards, train them and then mm. say like, hey. Yeah, up in the air. I believe that they do train them and then send them out to do the jobs. Wow. I think. But I mean, I, probably I not in every case. I don't case. see how they wouldn't be above recruiting. Yeah, committed I, I don't think so. Committed to that lifestyle, man. Yeah. Committed. Oh, so, yeah. So he, does, he, he gets the call, uh-huh. and he decides to steal the Bacteria X. And yeah. then he immediately runs into the closet. He changes clothes into his Crimson Guardsman outfit, mm-hmm. and then runs into the lab to steal it. And I guess my thought process is, why did he need to change clothes I, at I all? I literally, that is my <laughs> first note. Because... You want people to know it's the Crimson Guard. No, they're undercover. The whole idea is you <laughs> right don't want people no, 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 to no. know. Because once you do it, okay. you want people to know. Well, he could have just told the guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, I guess, like, I was thinking, oh, this way they won't know it was him, so he can go back to work on Monday, I guess. That, you know what? Okay. No. I know. I, I'm with that. I'm with that idea. Like, he can just show up, and, and no one will be like, that's the guy that stole it, because they'll be thinking, oh, a Crimson, Crimson, a Crimson Guardsman stole it. It can't be our co-worker. Can't be John. Yeah, he's the guy that's in the kitchen every Monday, microwaving fish <laughs> that we all hate. <laughs> F that guy. <laughs> you think X99 is a uh, fish microwaver? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he probably oh, is. Oh, I 100% agree I with that. I think he he understands the the medical benefits of eating a lot of fish every day. He and, gets the omega-3. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he microwaves it because he's, he's just, he just doesn't give a cobra. crap about Because he's cobra his, and he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't give a crap about his cobra. I guess, but however, had he gone in in his plain clothes and stolen the bacteria, asked him, and by the way, I'm doing this for cobra, do you think that the guy there would have been like, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> He didn't have a costume on. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I believe this guy. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a false flag, as the kids would say. I bet. Like the thing is that cost that costume takes a long time to change into. Apparently, it uh, doesn't. I don't know about that. He quick changed that. He was like Batman no, going down the pole. It should. It's a full body. Dude, outfit. The first. The first True. class with a, with a, of with Crimson a Guard training is how <laughs> to put the shit on. <laughs> boom, pronto. <laughs> Because well, you got to look like, good when you're doing this. I would like to go through that training then. But this is what I don't understand because um, in, in the greenhouse effect, the Crimson Guardsman number nine, he didn't change clothes. He just showed up in the room as the oh, janitor and tried to sneak it out. And this guy was, he could have probably done the same thing. No, but here, yeah, here's the thing. In that case, he he wanted to, he was trying to sort of like pull one over on them like, oh, don't mind me, simple janitor. Right. And in this in this one, I think he knew he wasn't getting out of there without with that stuff, without someone knowing noticing okay. him mm-hmm. i mean he could have taken the guy out too i mean just saying but yeah. so he ends up stealing the bacteria x he ends up escaping to a, a cobra swamp base yeah sure. heck yeah and i i really appreciated the two um cobra soldiers underlings. the underlings uh who were there and the two different body types you have the really oh, fat guy and then you have the thin guy and they're all just like oh cobra elite oh, yeah. we do all the work around here the question is well i mean obviously these came before so catty. the two guys from the venture brothers oh i'm sure somewhere uh, even henchman, subconsciously yeah. what was it henchman 24 21, and 27 21 and uh 21 and 26 um, 5 I'm just gonna shout numbers now until I get it right. Uh, 21 and 24. It was 21 and 24. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was half right. <laughs> I actually, li- I actually liked this subplot of hierarchy problems. How fun was on that? The yeah. Cobra base. Exactly. I thought that was good. That's what I'm saying. Like we get a little peek into what Cobra's like. Obviously, there's a lot of dissension. There's a lot yeah. of jealousy because uh-huh. like. Ordinary Cobra dudes just wearing masks. Here comes Fancy Pants. Uh, oh, the uh, red guy. Yeah. I would Who's- trash talk them too because I would be jealous. Yeah. Super just. I, they're all there like mopping the decks and they're just yeah. like, oh, this guy and his big mission. Yeah, and you know what they are? They're consultants because they're from Extensive Enterprises. That's true. So when, yeah. when yeah, Fancy Pants Consultant comes in, he gets paid like 50 times what you get. Probably. Yeah, that's true. Just and he's only in. he's only doing a couple hours worth of work, whereas you got to live on that base. And mm-hmm. you don't join Cobra to, to mop a deck. You join Cobra to get in the fight. Yeah. So these guys are probably like, this guy having his Fancy Pants fun times By the way. fighting G.I. Joes and we're over here <laughs> waxing a swamp. By the way, did anyone else get a uh, a? Uh, I I realize it's a cartoon, but my first thought when I saw Tomax and Zamot only on the on screens this episode was like, oh, they wanted to pay those actors a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like those episodes where a woman is pregnant in a show, mm-hmm. and yeah. like they don't they're she like keeps just calling in and she's like, I'm still on the road, honey, Ray. on my vacation. Ray, <laughs> I don't think Gina knows how animation works. <laughs> I'm just saying they wanted to pay those two cartoon men. Jan, slight, slightly why, less. Why? Why would she know how cartoons work? <laughs> she works. She works in animation. Maybe, maybe, she writes cartoons well, for a living. She, she must know, she, Jan. <laughs> she must know that that's not how. She, maybe it does work that way, and we're Holy being educated shit. right now. Is Steven Universe real? <laughs> Uh, guys, weird, weird story. I still haven't gotten to meet Steven yet. <laughs> I don't know when he comes in. I, he must just be there on different days than I am. It's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, Although so, I've never seen him in the same room with my boss. Thank you. <laughs> so I think maybe, I think maybe it's, 
Must be a secret back door that he comes in to record all his lines. Mm. And, <laughs> uh, so X-99 meets up with Destro, who's in, yep. in the base. Mm-hmm. And I love the high praise that Destro gives him. Because he comes in, he goes, here's the Bacteria X. And Destro just looks at him and says, good, you are dismissed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the nicest he's ever been mm-hmm. to anybody, in all of, including his girlfriend, the Baroness. Yeah. <laughs> he's never been nicer to anyone. I wonder if they have to be nice to the Crimson Guardsmen. Well, I mean, that's he, it. he knows that the Crimson Guard are, are on point. Yeah. So like right. this guy did did his job. What? He's used to being surrounded by uh, cobras who right. can barely mop up yeah. a deck <laughs> worth of <laughs> shit. True. He's used to everyone around him being incompetent. The one guy who has a mission completes the mission on time, brings mm-hmm. it in politely. There's no reason to be a dick to that guy. Yep. It's like, hey, great job. Thank until, you. Until, of course. Well, oh, until yeah. the guy won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, are you, what are you looking at my shoulder? I got some shit to do. He's like, come on, man. You can, you can go ahead and get out now. Actually, funny thing you would say that. I have orders to stick around and watch you work. Da- I have orders to watch you see Destro. In triplicate. Well, yeah, first off, was- he has the orders from the Crimson Guardsman. Destro's like, well, I outranked them. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. These are from, and he had, pulls them out. These are from Cobra yeah. Commander. And you're right. In triplicate. Remember when that was a thing in the like the 80s? Well, also, like I put, <laughs> I put good for Cobra Commander to do forms in triplicate. Like That is mm-hmm. more responsible than I have ever seen him be. Here's the thing. That's that's one hundred percent the Crimson Guard doing that. I agree. That with that. He doesn't. He does. He's just like bitching and moaning. Oh. Like, I don't want to sign all these papers. <laughs> and they're like, No, no, no. Trust me on this one. But- we need this filled out triplicate because Destro is going to be a prick about this. What would have happened if there was just one? Mm. Do you think Destro would have been? He like, would have torn it up. No, nope. yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're done. Thank yeah. you. I, I'm sure that there was an extra fifteen <laughs> seconds they cut out where uh, it was like, Here's the form. He tears it up. He's like. Sorry, bitch. I got carbon copies. (laughs) I don't trust your ass. If there's one thing we know, though, it's that Cobra HR is on fucking point. (laughs) They always have their shit down. Well, no, the thing is, it's the Crimson Guard because they come from extensive. True that. Like, they know what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're not going to get caught in this. I got to admit, like, if I I would want to be trained by Tomax and Zayma. Like, that's out of all of the people on the show. They seem like the best trainers. The best boss. Mm-hmm. I don't know about yeah. tra- I don't mm-hmm. think they necessarily train anybody because I would think they get trained up underneath you and then they're just the ones who send you out to do stuff. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like, like they, they like to Angels. get in the trenches with some of the guardsmen. Okay. Yeah. I think that they... I think, no, where do they the, find the time? <laughs> here's the thing. I'm sure that there's like the uh, once they've gone through the core curriculum, yeah. uh, there's going to be a couple upper level classes that they teach. Just <laughs> like just at the local in. community college? No, no. Yeah. It's more like... Uh, I'm taking like a, a class in espionage uh, and finance <laughs> from it's like, the Crimson Twins today. It's like a UCB thing. Like yeah. If you go through the Upright UCB. Citizens Brigade program, you're probably not going to have a class taught by one of the UCB four. Every once in a while, they'll come in and they'll, do like a yeah. one day thing. Okay. Or maybe you know what? they'll... Yeah. Or Okay. Or maybe they they like oversee every every final. You know what I mean? Like when the guys when the guardsmen graduate. Sure, sure. Maybe they're the ones who have to evaluate them. Well, mm-hmm. so at this moment, Destro leaves in anger. He doesn't like the fact that this is going the way that it's going. Yeah, and he's weird. just like Razafraz, and I'm out of here. Screw this. Crimson Guardsman X ninety nine decides I'm just going to go ahead and steal. <laughs> The Bacteria X for the Crimson Twins. And then I'm also going to steal this other thing that looks important. I guess my question is, why even bring it to Destro in the first place? Uh, well, no, because... Uh, if you're just going to steal it right away. 
Uh, I, I you know, like their job was to do this, and then uh, Destro's, Destro's being kind of a bitch. He's being a bitch. Like, no, for like, sure. You know what? No, uh, we can do this ourselves. We can do this in house. We can, you know. Yeah, but I, cut I, out the middleman. They couldn't have come up with that decision five minutes earlier and just like avoided hey, the, tri- the forms were filled out in, in triplicate. triplicate. It did not say what to do <laughs> after they were delivered. That's I don't even get that. That's like that's so half-assed of your job, though. So the plan originally was like uh, they steal it, deliver it to Destro, who figures out exactly what to do with it and then he delivers it to cobra commander i would think so yes Mm -hmm. that's probably the the plan so yeah so they're basically like let's just bring it back to tomax and zaymot figure it out ourselves you know what we're gonna analyze this ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. and then he decides to steal the experimental growth serum yeah i did i found this interesting also is this the growth serum that had anything to do with polly becoming giant Uh, maybe Oh wait, this is technically before. This the... is technically before that, but so maybe this is, is probably... when it's still experimental yeah. before he uses it. Oh, yeah, okay. Because okay. they become small several episodes from now. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Uh, and then we have, I think, my favorite scene of the entire deal, which is the uh, X ninety nine grabs the glider. He has to fight through twenty one and twenty four, mm-hmm. and just the, every single Cobra person in this scene's a badass. I I, like, I liked this. I put, I put this Cobra against legit. Cobra. It's a yes. civil war. Mm-hmm. And they're all like manning the guns and he actually, like they hit with it and the guy jumps on the glider all heroic like and he has to get thrown. Like this is yeah. a legit action scene that happens yeah. and every one of these lowly troopers is a badass motherfucker. Yeah, I guess this scene was pretty good. I don't remember why I didn't like this episode. I had, I had an <laughs> Everything overall, about it's good. I had an overall, at the end of it, I had an overall like bored feeling. You, because CoverGirl showed up. I think we can go ahead and just put that she out there right the now. the life out of any. There's, <laughs> there is one guy in this scene that says, don't try to impede me. Yeah. Hold on. Don't try to impede me. I have I, I, my authorization. You know whose voice that is? Who I does the voice of X-99? That's Dusty. I'm almost 100% oh. sure. And that's why he sounded so familiar the whole time. Because <laughs> then Dusty later shows up in the episode, and I'm like, that's the literal exact same voice you do for Dusty. Uh, <laughs> You're not even trying to mask it. I just why like, bother? like wh- that, that, that while there's a really fierce battle going on, he's like, I'm going to use I'm gonna use a nice word. Because well, he could have been like, don't try to stop me. No, but that's Crimson said, Guard. He's elite, yeah. Through and through, baby. <laughs> like, I got, he, probably has, uh, he probably has more forums, just, you know, Xeroxed, just like, this is my authorization to take this. Uh, yeah, take this here glider. It is very official. So we, we we have an industrial accident that happens, you guys. Sure. Yeah. And I remember I was just thinking of those old school uh, Reese's peanut butter cup commercials. You got bacteria X in my experimental growth oh. serum. You got experimental growth serum in my bacteria mm-hmm. X. Two great tastes that taste great together. By the way, I can't I can't remember if this comes right before everything combines or right after everything combines. But at some point, someone is thrown in the water, and the splash sound effect that happens happens about thirty seconds before he hits the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like splash, and then the guy is still falling, and then he falls. I believe since th- there are no mistakes in animation or sound in GI Joe, I have to assume it. Which one is it? Sound travels faster than light, <laughs> yeah. so you clearly heard it and then saw it because that's how science works. There's Excuse multiple me. things splashing into science. The thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. you for the yeah. uh, cut to uh, shipwreck with a sweet Ghostbusters rip. I'm gonna have to get Slimer up in here. Oh yeah, which okay. So so let me ask you about the science behind this. So <laughs> the two the two things combine the growth serum and the and the and the bacteria, bacteria X. Bacteria X. <laughs> but then they combine with a worm. What? There's a worm in this. No, scene. It just, nope. I thought it just eats the worm. Nope. 
Yeah, it's it swallows it. It was the first thing that it consumed. It consumes everything in its path. You see. Oh, see, I was thinking that this was this was the like that's why it's moving the way it's moving. No, it's, it's moving the way it's moving. Oh, okay. it's a blob. I, yeah, because it's the movie. The it's blob. the blob. Yeah, yes. How do we know that it wasn't like it wasn't this worm? It wasn't influenced that, by like, the worm. It got because this is what I think happened. I think the worm, the growth serum, made the worm super super huge. The bacteria made the worm super, super diseased. And then it is like a huge diseased worm going across the world because the form factor did not match a worm in any way shape no but no. here's the thing it was barely I'm, I'm saying he's mutated he's a mutated worm but later on when spoiler alert later on in the episode <laughs> later on in the whoa episode, wait a minute oh my god are you Gina, gonna bring we, up the friggin apples no, like I'm a not, worm no, in an no, apple no, no, no. is that what you're trying oh, to do no I'm trying to say when nervous. it explodes there is like gooey yellow goo on everything. I just figured that was the apples blowing up and they turned into applesauce. No, oh, I think apple it was sauce. the giant yes. worm blowing up. Because, Gina, because I just think you need to lose the worm Gina, premise. I Gina, think you're have just you ever, Have you ever squished a worm? Because that is not the color that I am traditionally comes out of a worm. That is part worm, part bacteria X, part growth serum. Mm. So we've... Uh, okay, yes. yeah. Although I do... I do uh, the line... Let me see if I can find the actual line here. Um, oh, when 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 Destro says that worm is now a monster. <laughs> is that, no, we're that going back. For? We're, we're pretending that Gina didn't say anything. No, in past I bet. Two minutes, I bet if you we're just going to go back and talk goodness. about this thing. I bet if you look up the description on Wikipedia, it says, and then a giant worm <laughs> oh, thing. Geez, oh, Pete's. <laughs> Uh, if it didn't say it, it's going to say it now. Wants to eat the. Oh my god! I didn't even realize the whole thing about this. They were chucking apples at this thing. It was actually headed for the, the big, big apple. apple. <laughs> it could. It could have just I'm let it be. You, it's a it would, worm in the oh big apple. Goodness. Hold on. Back up. Back. Would, erase. Erase all of what you said. <laughs> Don't. It's the most important part of this. <laughs> oh my no sweat, Colonel. There ain't a slimer made that we can't take out. Ghostbusters reference. Also re- <sighs> referencing slimy worms. <laughs> Stop with the worms. What other oh slimers gosh. do they take care of? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out, he's saying this yeah. like this is a totally ordinary thing. <laughs> we take out giant glowing blobs. I'm like, I have never seen that. Have we ever no had reference to I it? I mean, he could maybe be referring to what the, the potato chip gum creatures. Those the were potato chip gum, sl- the synthoids. The synthoids yeah. are kind of You know what? I will give slimy. you the synthoids. That's one. Yeah. The synthoids were slimy. I feel like there must have been something. I don't think they have a good slimy. track record of slimers. Uh, maybe the ghosts officially could be called slimers <laughs> after seeing the movie Ghostbusters. Uh, there was no ectoplasm. That's, there was no ectoplasm released I mean, that from we those, saw. But there, from was, those there was magic like fire creatures, I guess. the uh, A giant crab. Oh, yeah. No, a giant when robot I th- let me crab. Look up the definition, let me look up the definition of slime and okay. see if Excellent. flames are involved at any point <laughs> in that definition. That's how oh, it works, no, right? No, I just did. No. Oh. So Ace, we we get to uh, the GI Joes are decided to try to shoot missiles at it because they don't know what it is yet. And Ace crashes yet another airplane into yet another farm. <laughs> into so another farm. how many farms are on this show? All caps. So many lost sky strikers. <laughs> it's just every week he loses like three a week. Isn't that what he says uh, yeah. uh, in an earlier episode? And then he lands on the farm and he says, "Hey, can I borrow your crop duster?" If I'm that farmer, I'm like, "I know you. No, yeah, I'm never getting it back. Yeah, and the- this is important to my business, sir. Yeah, I really hope." That they, I really hope the government uh, paid this poor farmer for his crop duster. <laughs> well, <laughs> what kills me about it is I know Ace has like the headgear for pilots that, that give, feeds them oxygen. 
And when his glass uh, 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 canopy breaks on the Sky Striker, he's not wearing it. Nope. When he gets into an open air crop duster, yep. he's not wearing it. Well, so when I he mean, gets blasted with toxins, he just goes out like a light. <laughs> yeah. I what a dummy. He, he's flown enough that he knows how to he, does, he knows how to oxygenate himself. He knows how to <laughs> You know what? Yes. Science. 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 Whoa, science. Thank you. Gina, I'm gonna have to ask you the same thing. If you say the word science on the show, you put quotation marks around it. So uh, although I do yes. want to say uh, uh, there was another uh, line in there um as the two of the farmers are running away, one of them's like, I, Ellie, I told you never to... Oh, hold on. Well, Why because don't I just well, do to this? set it up really quick, uh, G.I. Joe has now used uh, skywriting to tell people to leave their homes mm-hmm. because the blob's about to eat their homes, mm-hmm. at which point one farmer remarks to another... Ellie, I told you never to make that surprise stew again! <laughs> that was just fun. That was, <laughs> that was for no good reason. <laughs> And then, okay, and then, yeah, right before good. that is, uh, uh, I think this is another one of them land schemes. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight oh, out of, yeah. straight out of the Infowars playbook. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> years earlier, <laughs> like them chemtrails, they're <laughs> getting us out of our houses so they could steal my gold. <laughs> what gold? In my teeth, Grandpa. That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it does to me. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so Ace decides to blast the th- missiles already have not worked. We've already established that. So Ace uh-huh. decides he's going to use insecticide, which I think this is actually, is this a good idea? I think yeah. this is a good I idea. I think smart. it's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's really smart. Especially because, uh, part of this thing is a giant worm. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Nope. No, it nope. is not. Nope. Uh, I, yeah, I wrote down here, is this a good idea? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah logical yeah. next step after missiles don't work, I think. Mm-hmm. For a- Any problem I have, I shoot missiles at it, and then I shoot it with poison. <laughs> and then I hire airtight to get into a, a giant dart and try to get to the inside of it. That explains uh, uh, how that first marriage didn't work out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, so uh, uh, he ends up crashing because he's not wearing his freaking oxygen mask. Poor farmer. He specifically gave him the instructions yeah. like, you can borrow this if it doesn't end up like your other one. Well, this yeah. is Ace we're talking about, so <laughs> that was already not going to happen. I'm sure uh, this is all covered under um, uh, in his insurance under Acts of Blob. <laughs> Acts of Blob. Stop it. So uh, this is a kind of a weird moment where we have a weird moment of drama where he's like uh, 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 sleeping it, and he's like they don't want to go touch him because they're afraid of getting insecticide on them, which I didn't really fully well, understand. I mean, I think no, no, still... they're afraid of breathing it in. Yeah, there's there's sure. still just a big old cloud. He's in the middle of the cloud. Yeah, but then airtight comes in like it's some sort of dramatic moment. Like we're about mm-hmm. to have a commercial break with airtight coming over to the cockpit. And then it just cuts to airtight pulling him out. Yep. And go. it was like, what a Thumbs weird up. cliffhanger that was. Oh, well, no, because I actually did think for a second I was like, I guess he could be dead from this. I feel like there was probably this is another one of those. Uh, there was another minute that was cut out of the episode. Okay. Um, I, mean, it, I thought like because he definitely looked dead. Like if you yeah. were a little kid, you might think he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the very least, he's going to have a lot of health problems when he gets older from inhaling all this oh he's gonna have lung cancer by 50 i mean definitely or, or maybe brain damage too who knows what that insecticide well, based does. on the way he flies i'm pretty sure he already <laughs> has that uh so airtight pulls him out and he gets away he says there's more than one airtight says there's more than one way to kill a germ and i'm like airtight you know every way to kill everything i just assume you psycho monster listen how i i realize this has probably been established before and we've probably seen airtight before and i don't remember because i i make myself forget but 
Why is he so smart about everything? He's just the nerd. That's his character is he is the nerd who just remember he's the one who came up with in the greenhouse effect episode. He's the one that came up with the one that shrunk all the plants back oh, down again. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Well, so listening he, to the screams of innocence on the screen sciencey. behind him. He's sciencey. <laughs> he's very science. He's like nerdy okay. and everything. He's like just way smarter than all the other Joes and they, they feel Got intimidated it. by him. So for he it. must be super pissed later when shipwrecks the one who kind of comes up with the uh, without question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Flint says uh, uh, we'd we found out that this blob, this germ, came from a cobra temple, and then he pulls mm-hmm. out the he- cobra head of the symbol, and it's like, yeah. Flint, did you need a visual aid? Yeah. Like, we believe cobra, you. Cobra who? I don't, fucking Flint. A- <laughs> He's like, uh, we're running out of time because I took a half hour detour to go pick up this snake head <laughs> like, just to make sure that you guys were you convinced. Guys. Just to show you. Like, like, who's doubting Flint? That's my only question. It's like, Flint, I don't know if it came from Cobra Temple. Your word is not good enough <laughs> as my superior officer and guy who's been fighting Cobra for 28 episodes of G.I. Joe. I'd like to see just like there was a precedent set at some point. I want to see a montage of all the times that he said it was Cobra and people were like, no. I don't think so. And he's just, and at some point he's like, oh, damn it. I need to start bringing something. Visual I wonder, AIDS, Flint. <laughs> visual AIDS. I wonder if we go back through if we'll find it, that's actually happened more than once. It's like, <laughs> it's Cobra guys pointing at like a badge. Like, it's Cobra guys pulling on like a rubber snake. <laughs> it's Cobra guys picture Cobra Commanders. It's just like, Cobra Commander's hood. At some point, point he's like, it's a cobra, guys, and it's an actual cobra. But I I think to your point, I think you're right. I think there was just one time off camera where Flint just had an idea on an episode that never aired. That's just like, guys, I think Cobra's behind this whole plan. And somebody was just like, "Mm, I don't know. I think it's that other group we fight every once in a while. If you you had a snake head from like a statue or something, I might believe you then. Uh, Right after this. Another line that actually made me laugh out loud. Oh, is this the airtight like, line? It was the one that's, uh, 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 yeah, maybe that blob isn't so bad, you know, uh, or that germ. Uh, he might just deserve a medal. And then someone goes like, where would you pin it? Boom. Like, son of a bitch. That's right. Where would you pin a medal? Oh, on a giant, giant blob. You'd pin it to the worm. Stop it. <laughs> really? You would pin a worm. You would take a pin and jab it into a worm. <laughs> I mean, I would probably like wrap it around its body instead with a, br- a, 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 like a, a rubber band. A metal? A metal? I would rubber band Pickle it to the, the worm. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? I really don't want to dwell on this anymore. <laughs> So I just have written here, and maybe you could pull the line for me. Uh, Airtight is just trolling Ace over and over oh, yeah, and over is. again. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I, I sensed, is, am I the only one that sensed that Scarlet is secretly in love with Airtight? Yes, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, what oh, did you see that I what? did not? Oh, typical. The woman is the one who notices the feelings <laughs> involved. <laughs> She, there are many moments where really? she is like really worried about him. And the other Joes are going about their business and trying to be they do right. not like him at all. Logical right. about you know it. what? Yeah, I can start like, to see that. And she's like, what about airtight? Mm-hmm. And then every, everyone like, else is him? like, oh, we got to destroy this germ. And then she's like, no, what about airtight? <laughs> Hold on. Is this here, here? Because I didn't write down who said this, but. Good luck, airtight. I'll be right behind you. After your last two experiences with the germ, you better stay way behind me. Heck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trolling. Yeah. He's like, a- by the way, you've crashed two planes in this episode, <laughs> and we're five minutes into it, Ace. So this is another good idea, the the uh, pharmaceuticals. He, he basically yep. creates a giant 
needle. It looks mm-hmm. like a giant dart from a dartboard. It's a, yeah, it's and a he rocket. Pilots, like, they just happen to have this laying around, apparently, because mm-hmm. not much time has elapsed between him yeah. coming up with this idea. So this is the G.I. Joe giant hypodermic needle set uh-huh. that somehow never made it to store shelves. Mm-hmm. And he decides to go Randy Quaid into this thing, yeah, mm-hmm. and just and just roll it all the way in. Uh, um, and my other fa- my other favorite thing of him trolling Ace is Ace is like, okay, Eric, and he's like, Ace, you just got to be shut up. Like seriously, Ace, yeah. you got to shut up. I'm not going to listen to you. And so Ace is like, uh, Airtight's not responding. We think that it's interfering with the uh, signal. And Airtight responds with, No, I can hear you just fine. <laughs> I'm just straight out ignoring you because I hate you. I, this, this gave me a very uh, inner space, inner very inner space, yeah. Uh, you want to know something interesting? If, theoretically, I believe what is happening here is that's a bacterium yes. that has been uh, enlarged. X. So what that is is the world's largest single-celled organism. Okay. Yeah. Um, in fact, there are you know what I'm talking about? Like a single like how many uh, billions of cells are in our yeah. body that make up our human body? There are also single-celled things like uh, amoeba, paramecium, that sort of thing. There actually are giant amoeba down at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean Gross. that can grow up to four inches long. Ew. That's A horrifying. single-celled organism. So uh, that think of one of those times. Uh, I mean, you know, way up yeah. there, half the size of uh, size of a barn, Rhode Island. Yeah. I would, I would also like to point out after that science lesson that Ray <laughs> made a Randy Quaid in Independence Day reference. That's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas I was thinking of Dennis Quaid in Inner Space. Oh Wait, my isn't goodness! It Den- isn't it Dennis Quaid? Yeah, yep. It's a Quaid yeah, versus Quaid. Quaid brothers. Whoa! Which Quaid reference did you like better? <laughs> Talk to us at Facebook.com/slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. <laughs> Uh, so, Which Quaid wore it best. <laughs> <laughs> so Airtight makes such a specific reference, such a specific poll here. He says, uh, flying this ship is like driving a car in jello across a minefield. Is that something he's tried before? Like, he, this is such a unique poll that I have to believe it's coming from somewhere. Nah. That's just, so? a, that's just a guy like, uh, uh, it would be really that's hard probably. to drive a car uh, in jello uh, across a minefield. While things are blowing uh, up around space. Me. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. This yeah. is a bunch of stone guys going, hey, you know what would be really hard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's guys, you right. gonna go for right now an apple. Jello. <laughs> I am trying to, at that point, I did write out in all caps, what's the right hand doing? I was just trying to figure out, like, there's the joystick. I get that. I yeah. get how you're using that to pilot. Right. He's just doing some weird shit with the buttons over on the right hand <laughs> no, side. You know what he's doing right there? He's doing computa- al- algebraic computations for fun. As he just likes to do sometimes. In the previous episode, he was coming up with, what is it, 24 times 6.2. Yeah. That's just what he does to amuse himself while he's piloting. I'm glad there's a Joe that doesn't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, because he ends up plunging the thing into the nucleus. He Mm. gets out. uh, Mm. uh, Well, before we get there, uh, Vincent Price as Colonel Sanders, a.k.a. the doctor from the first scene of the episode, Mm -hmm. shows up and says, I created this thing. And they're like, well, we're going to punch you. And he's like, no, 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 no. I work at the hospital, not the Cobra base, you dumb G.I. Joes. <laughs> yeah, at which point I would be like, I'm still going to punch you. You just let a huge disease get stolen from your... Here's the interesting thing. Yes. Ooh, ripples uh, in time. That uh, 
that super germ they're talking about, which is uh, resistant to antibiotics. MRSA. MRSA. That's yep. exactly. They were talking about MRSA. I don't MRSA know what you guys are talking about. What? Before. Ray, get on the same oh. page as we are. Guys, I'm dumb. I'm sorry. If you end up in a hospital, <laughs> yes. there's a good chance you might contract MRSA. MRSA. Because hospitals uh, are gross. <laughs> because uh, it's it, it extremely it, it's extremely resistant to antibiotics. Oh. And so it sort of like lingers around in hospitals because uh, you've got people who are sick and then get treated all the time. And uh-huh. um, and they're also trying to clean crap left and right with yeah. Lysol. And, mm-hmm. and so, so you, that, so you, and you can die from it because it's, it's it, like it just kind of eats away at your flesh. And you can't, you, there's, we don't have anything to fight it. Guys, yeah. I'm, I'm never uh, sleeping again. This although, is the most terrifying thing I've <laughs> ever heard. If you listen to the science jerks, we actually talk about uh, how they found a uh, possible uh, cure in a medieval text. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, like you do. Like you do, <laughs> as Chan would say. Mm-hmm. That w- a lot of people uh, think that that will be our undoing. Oh yeah, that's, that's Th- that will be what kills. What reading medieval texts? Yeah, and then yeah, unleashing demons upon really the land. Strain, it'll really Quatu strain our eyes. Yeah, all I can think about is Ash versus Evil Dead right now, Hectides. guys. Yeah. Season just ended. Um, so Airtight is now back as we have our, our exposition that we needed from uh, from our scientist guy, and uh, he's got a chain wrapped around him with the with the with the. Yep. Antibodies, yep. And he goes to put them inside the nucleus, and some cobra eels just show up, well, just hanging out. How do they like? Did it eat them earlier, and they've just been hanging out inside it this entire time? Or I think that like maybe it ate them, and they were like, "This is actually kind of cool because because yeah. it doesn't seem to be doing any damage to the things that are inside it." That's what's so weird to me is because it, it eats the missiles and then shoots the missiles back out earlier, and then yeah. it expels the thing. But yet there's still missiles inside of it that didn't get expelled. And there's other stuff inside it. I think there's that those a two guys were like like when. In there, and we're like, "Hey, man, no one will see us in here. Let's <laughs> hang out, guys. We don't have to pay rent here. <laughs> They're just like chilling in the germ. It's so weird. Nonstop so they break. they attack him, <laughs> and then we. I don't understand this whole thing because uh, airtight's like, oh, got to pull this, take this uh, chain and unclip it. And so instead of using a carabiner or something intelligent, mm-hmm. he's got an old timey lock and key and a chastity belt hooked up to this mm-hmm. thing, and then immediately this loses is last the minute. Key. This is all last minute. Such, you got to make do with what moment. you got. It's wearing a chastity belt. It's all I'm trying to say, I, I, and it's weird. This is a sex toy that he uses for Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoa! <laughs> wow! I don't so know how, saying- but I am telling you, something is going on with him <laughs> and Scarlet. Maybe this is why in the Christmas episode later, Cover Girls like all making out with Duke. Maybe Airtight got between Duke and Scarlet. I, yeah, mm. I'm start the rumor I'm, I'm here. I'm telling you, it makes no sense. She is the only one who is worried about him. <laughs> Everyone hates him, Gina. No, but, but Everyone thinks he's a dick. There, there is a difference between her, between her being like, "Oh man, I hope Airtight's okay," and her being like, "Airtight, oh my god, where is he?" <laughs> like, if you could I find like... one of those sound bites from from her screaming, I would feel like she'd do that over a lost sandwich. Though I really <laughs> feel like she she's incapable of emotional levels. Oh. I think that she, it, once she's upset, she's just immediately very so upset. So she's the perfect foil to CoverGirl, who has no emotion. She has not a single emotion in her entire body. That is correct. Uh, so uh, airtight's inside, and he's about to get sucked inside the nucleus when he literally just reaches up and grabs a magic pistol out of yep. the air. Just out of the that air. Just, he's like Steve o- Stone Cold Steve Austin conjuring Budweisers at the end of a match. No, there's a lot just of holds things his hand out and just germ. hits it. There's th- there's tons of things floating in that germ. And the one thing that could the possibly one thing that he needs him. is just the pistol. He's like, uh oh, I'm about to get sucked in his nucleus. Better just grab this pistol floating by. <laughs> <laughs> boop boop. I'm out. <laughs> 
I found that amazing. And then X99's there. Where did he even come from? I'm telling you, He's all these dudes the went to chill in, the, in, the, in this germ. Hey, baby, you want a worm blob and chill? <laughs> I would hang out in that. You would hang out inside at the worm uh, blob. Like, seriously, because what is it doing to any of them? Here's the thing. They're corrosive Super enzymes. Nothing. That are oh, uh, so dissolving some things. If you stay in things, there long enough, eventually they'll get around See, you. See, I was just thinking if you just avoid that nucleus, <laughs> the glowing nucleus. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if you just avoid that, you'll be fine. So I would totally. I bet it's like being in in one of those suspension tanks or something. Yeah. Well, how about how about Airtight's diplomacy in this moment as he he gets back on board the sub, which X ninety nine tries already tried to close up on him, and he just gets his way on, and then X ninety nine is like, I guess we're gonna fight right here inside this sub, and then Airtight says. My charges are set to go off in two minutes. Therefore, we have two alternatives. Either you let me pilot the ship or we die. I mean, how rad is that? He's just so calm and he's, yeah. so, he's a sociopath. I bet he's, he's really weird. Sociopath. I bet he's really weird to have sex with. You think? He, yeah, I think he is like in the bedroom and he's like, here's the thing. My penis is set to go off in five minutes. <laughs> so you can either lay on the bed and accept that fact. Scarlett, what I'm going to do to you tonight? Yeah, like, <laughs> I've laid I, out a five point I, I plan to get you off. I'm pretty sure that's what he talks like during sex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just the one in, level that he is always at. In this episode, he has now become my new favorite character on GI <laughs> Joe. Just for the record, I love him. I love him. I love him. So uh, they end up. He ends up uh, negotiating his way th- out the sub. Mm-hmm. At, at which point, the doc has this weird moment with the Joes, where he's where he's just like, "Here's what I think's going on," and the Joes are like, "No, I think you're wrong." We think you're stupid, Doc. He's like, no, I'm seriously not. I know what I'm talking about. I created the stupid fucking thing. <laughs> Why are you telling me I don't know what I'm talking about? It looks like and, you're wrong about the antibiotics. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm really smart, guys. But he, you guys. he was kind of wrong, though. I mean, he was at the end of the day. <laughs> and then who? And then this doctor, as they're telling the doctor to his face that he's a friggin' idiot, who comes up with the plan to defeat the blob? Good old shipwreck. Shipwreck. Hold on. Wait a minute. Before we even get to that, because I marked this off. Yeah, that germ's doing the squirm. I couldn't have put it better. Nobody could have. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's some cocky that's shit. Roadblock. <laughs> roadblock. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. I'm a poet. <sighs> I got Nobody back, is better than me. <laughs> uh, I take it all back. Roadblock's my new favorite character. <laughs> uh, I loved Roadblock anyway, just because there's just he's got style about he him that I love. So useless in this episode. This is the oh, one yes. thing he says. I think the entire episode, and then they like forgot forget he's there. I don't know what happens. Well, to him. they needed somebody to fire the bazooka of apples at it. Oh, that's true. Because shipwreck's true. big plan is hey. Um, there's a little bit of arsenic inside no. every apple seed. No, that's not shipwreck's plan. Shipwreck, no, shipwreck just says. It could use a candy coating. Oh, excuse me. And then yes. the scientist is, uh, and then everyone's like, shut up, you stupid rapist. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the scientist is like, wait, no, that creepy man is right. He says, no, no, no. Through his idiocy, there is this point of a nugget of gold in there. Uh, you know, you're right. Because he says, uh, if we just candy coat the poison, mm-hmm. and, and then the guy's like, oh, apples, because there's a little bit of arsenic in every apple seed. Which is actually true. Uh, so so apricot seeds have cyanide in them. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. If, if I if I am As do remembering correctly. Raw almonds. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly. Almonds have seeds? Uh, no, no. Raw almonds have cyanide in them. Uh, oh, no. Kinds. And and like apricot, yeah, I feel like apricot pits have them because like they were they were being marketed as as sort of a a holistic breast cancer treatment at some point, and then some people were oh wow. But so I was like, oh, so all fruit is basically terrible. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty because much. Because if yeah. you're a little kid watching this show and you already don't like fruit, <laughs> my, like I, if I would, I would be that asshole kid that if my mom was like, "Here, eat this," I'd be like, "Nope, nope." No, uh, I will tell you right now. G.I. Joe says poison. After poison. seeing this episode, yes. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. No. Yes. What, what? Yes. After seeing this episode personally, I was scared to death to eat a single apple seed, and I was afraid to take big bites of apples because I was afraid I would blow up like the germ from this episode. That is an absolutely Whoa. true statement. I feel like this is... they must have gotten letters about this. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know if they have this for, for G.I. Joe, but for Doctor Who, they have Wikipedia articles about every single Doctor Who ever. And oh, it'll wow. be like how the episode was received. Here's a summary of it. And in the in the reception, it'll be like, oh, the BBC received some letters for blah, 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 blah. I bet if they have that Wikipedia page for each G.I. Joe you know episode. We're going to figure this out for the uh, Know Your Joe, I think. I'll look gonna, into it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we will find out that parents sent letters in and said, hey, try not telling my kids that fruit is poison. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm trying to get my kids healthy. Apples are in abundance. Oh. I was I was I was terrified to eat. I was afraid of eating an apple seed after seeing this. So uh, guaranteed. Maybe the maybe and, the because we don't we don't have this at the end. But maybe the knowing is half the battle. At the end was like kids. Did you know that apples are super healthy? Uh, no, I can guarantee you right now that never <laughs> happened. Uh, we're burying uh, the entire lead of this episode though, <laughs> because what? what? We use the bridge layer again. The bridge layer. Literally, of all the times that we've had the bridge layers, this is the lamest reason why. A mildly affordable stream has appeared. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Before that, first of all, First of all, I wrote, I wrote, this This is why I think... Not this, as important this, as the bridge layer, this, Tina. Moving on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think this is why this episode disappointed me, because as soon as they talk about the apples... Yes. I said, someone is definitely going to make a an apple a day joke, which mm-hmm. I thought would be the last thing said in no. this whole yeah. episode. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 I no. thought like someone would be like, I guess an apple a day keeps the germ away. <laughs> I was expecting that. If I was writing this episode, I would have written that in. Mm. So look for that on a future regular show, everybody. As they, the cast members fight a giant blob monster yeah. with apples. And then second, before we see the bridge layer, we see our first like vision of this yellow spooge <laughs> that happened. Yeah, and I just assumed it was the apples turning into applesauce and blowing all over but them. At, but I at did. some point, they're like, ooh, this gross stuff is on us. So if it, if it was applesauce, they'd be like, ooh, applesauce. But they're like, ooh, gross stuff. Wait, even if it was ooh, delicious applesauce, if it was being sprayed out of a giant one-celled organism that just blew up, you still wouldn't want to eat it. I think it's yellow spooge. This is not the stuff. Wait, what? What? And yellow spooge. You say, I think it is yellow spooge as if that is a thing <laughs> that exists you know, that we should all know that about. That thing we're all used to. Uh, Gina, Gina, if you are having <laughs> sex with dudes who are spooging yellow... That's not healthy. I, I really dig guys that are jaundiced. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have jaundice, send your picture in <laughs> with your giant red beard and barrel chest. If you eat too much turmeric. <laughs> Wait. So also my other note oh. before the bridge layer is that Shipwreck is I have I have come around to to the belief that he is super rapey. Oh, he's super rapey. Oh, he, boy. He, oh yeah. He puts, so, so he is hitting on CoverGirl, which oh. is which is bad enough as it is because they're coworkers, <laughs> and, or, and she has expressed b- before that she is not into. She's this. not inter- She is not interested in him. So now I'm like, ah, okay, he's he's having fun banter. This is what he do. Then he puts his hand on her upper thigh. Yes, he does. Not mm. cool. Yeah. 
and then like tries to kiss her and is is like still mm-hmm. going at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, she agrees to go out with him. So I guess it works. <laughs> That's all I'm trying uh, to say. Um, yeah, the, he does go. They go out on a date, which is jumping into the water, jumping into the water together. Um, yeah. Hey, wait, did we pass by the part where um, we shoot missiles to change directions? No, the oh, part where I we shoot listed. missile to blow up a fucking dam. Oh, that's the very next thing no, that happens. That's the is next thing. Ace destroys the ecosystem of this entire area <laughs> yes. just outside New York City. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hooray! We saved uh, the city. I guess we- at the expense <laughs> of we- like just just. That's half a state is, will of, of it's a dust bowl I just I really wanted like airtight to be like Ace that's a terrible idea please don't do that as soon as he does it I'm like whoa wait what <laughs> you slowed it down for three minutes <laughs> oh man good job that's a good worthwhile trade off oh and then now this this I, I actually did write down this next joke where shipwreck goes we need to slow it down and she and and oh, hold on hold on uh, 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 we got a poll ready for this one <laughs> I have right here, cover first, girl, burn. Yeah, first time that I, I haven't wanted to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm I'm curious if the writers tried to sneak by the censors a joke where when they're in the water, because then Shipwreck says something about best date I've been on in weeks. And I wonder if he, and they wonder if they tried to slip through something where he was like, did I get you all wet? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. Now I want him to have said that. And But so like they, they end up, they destroy the first blob with the apples being uh, 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 you know going through the orchard they get into a second orchard it blows up with the uh, uh, t trademark yellow spooge yep. mm-hmm. and then so they decide they're shooting they've launched apples in their like bazookas and missile launchers and they're just rapid firing yeah, no, apples sh- at those it. Are, they're laser apples that noise that was coming before <laughs> was, was the amazing. sound of the apples shooting out of the bazookas those are laser noises <laughs> and then they airdrop missile apples onto it from the planes above yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. and then right as it's on the cusp of entering New York City mm-hmm. now can I can I just say so all the damn water is gone, which all is that already going to destroy a lot of farmland. Yeah. Who are they taking these apples from? Because they are destroying whole orchards. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I think that this is the episode, like how in certain Batman comics, people are like, whoa, the cost is too high. He's like being reckless. And, and in the Avengers, like they, like they cost this. The Superman movie. I think that, yeah. yeah, I think that this is going to be, the people in this poor farm town are going to be like, what the hell just oh my god what are we supposed to do now first a giant blob destroys our orchards we got no water some of our houses have been eaten by a blob you know what this insurance baby you know what this sounds like to me gina land scheme land scheme (laughs) this sounds like a land scheme i think this guy hit the nail on the head Uh, and then you're trying to tell me that this whole thing was caused by some giant blob Uh. that you defeated by shooting laser apples at it. You're trying to tell me that some experimental growth serum mixed with some bacteria X and now my farm's fucking gone? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. I want to check. Government. Government. We're going to occupy the, the building until something. Building. Until we get paid back. I'm going to occupy this bird sanctuary <laughs> until you pay me the $500 of damage that was caused to my orchard, motherfucker. Oh, man. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up, future listeners in 2019. <laughs> 
Uh, and then, like, the episode just sort of ends. Like, I don't even have any real thing for the end yeah, written I'm down. It's just, you, and then we're done. Thank I'm, you. I'm telling you, I think that the real ending was that because there was like two two minutes of like blackness at the end of this episode <laughs> that, I, that I watched. I was, were you not waiting for an, a, a, a no? Now I, I know. I was waiting for a, knowing a, is half a the battle reset. Half the ba- yeah. battle, but really, what I was waiting for <laughs> oh, no. was for it to cut back for one second and have them all just be standing there and then holding apples and for them to say, "I guess an apple a day Gosh. keeps the germ away." <laughs> No, I really I believe, wanted that line. I believe they did end with a joke, though. Let's see. They did, but it had nothing to do with Apple. I guess that germ found Cobra as hard to swallow as we do. <laughs> Six straight seconds. I yeah. counted it off. Six straight seconds of laughing. That is too much laughter for that joke. I'm going to say right now, that joke deserved it. That joke kills no, if you ever that, perform it in an no, open mic. I'm it kills. I'm telling you, it needed to be an apple a day joke. I don't care what the what the, uh, what the the ending to it is, but someone needed to say an apple a day, something, something, cobra away. <laughs> no, I feel like the- An the, apple a day keeps the germ from the big apple from away. From the bay. From the bay. Yeah. I actually feel like the guy, the guy who wrote it was just like, and here's my final, my, my final script. And they're just like, yeah, they, they, they kill the germ, and then the episode's just over. Like, is there any way to <laughs> like wrap it up? Different than any other episode. Well, I yeah, just picture, I, I just picture the writer being like, yeah, they fucking killed it. It's over. What the, what the fuck will we do anything more? We're done here. The ending of the Christmas episode has Polly still gigantic, uh, and Polly singing <laughs> Christmas carols just for oh, the yeah, record. Yeah, that's right. That was a pretty sweet ending. <laughs> <laughs> I think every episode just end with a close up on giant Polly. He's just singing the yeah. songs of the era. What? I mean, Polly, we had Shipwreck and no Polly, and I hate when they do that. Ooh. <laughs> well, Polly probably would have gotten in the way of him macking on CoverGirl and being super that's rapey true, about it. So, but, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what, maybe that's what Polly is. Maybe Polly is his rape conscience. Like when <laughs> oh, he's, God. When, <laughs> <laughs> no means no. Brack, <laughs> 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 consent so important. So when they want to make him super rapey, they're like, we can't have his rape conscience in this. <laughs> no, because he, if he had Polly with him, he'd be adorable, and it would have a whole other context. Uh, so, Gina, did we pass the Bechtel test today? No, we did not. Oh, that's such a shocker. <laughs> we had CoverGirl in, in one scene. We had Scarlet. Scarlet in a little bit. Never Be- together. Being really concerned about airtight, though. I'm I mean, telling you, yeah. they are, they, I need to keep, start keeping a map of who is banging who. <laughs> Can we get a flow chart together or just some sort of just like linking the, like a detective work, you know, yeah. like True Detective Season 3, just a lot of linking r- the G.I. Joe fucking. Red yarn from one character Somebody to please another. do that and send it to us. <laughs> and it's Facebook. just cover girl and everyone 85 <laughs> characters deep. Oh, is that why they don't respect her no she's she's a terrible person <laughs> that's why they don't respect her um but anyway guys that is the germ right there uh thank you so much for uh listening to all of us uh, being nonsensical today 2016 2016 everybody we made it to the end of 2016 here we are <laughs> and wait a minute i think i got it wrong again shan <laughs> I you think. might have. Oh, jeez. Uh, in any case, you can please check us out. Uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. One star. Uh, say five stars and say mean things about Chan. We've established this. Uh, we're going to be right back on Wednesday with the Know Your Joe to wrap up the germ and talk about the exciting next episode, which I don't know what it is. I haven't looked far enough ahead yet. Isn't that exciting? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, and also, hit up Facebook.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast and give us a like on there. Interact with us if we have questions, things you want to say. Man, just let us know. We, we like that stuff. <laughs> Until then, uh, my name is Ray Stacanis. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm Robert Chan. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm Gina Ippolito, and I'm at 
Gina Ippy. And you can find the worm germ at worm. G.I. Joe. No, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. I don't now. know what you're talking worm about either. Germ. I wanted to tie in like a Gina worm reference to end the episode, and oh, then I just blew it. Look, Ooh. everyone knows yeah. that I was right. So tweet your support at me, everyone. So hashtag worm or not a worm <laughs> at G.I. Joe podcast on Twitter. Until then, you guys, good night. Was that a question mark? Yes, it was. I feel like I feel like Ray's gonna kill us. Does that mean that wait? Happy like, twenty sixteen, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like we're about to be murdered. <laughs>